This week's top cannabis stories. The ongoing global banking crisis could choke funding for the cannabis sector. Canada's federal government's consulting on possible amendments to cannabis regulations. America's biggest cigarette company plots a new path to a smoke-free product future. Rawling allows some cannabis dispensary licenses in New York to go ahead. Recreational cannabis is set to be legalized in Delaware with a newly approved bill. And Curaleaf acquires Utah Medical Cannabis Retailer for $20 million. Hi there, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please do us a favor, click the follow button in whichever podcast app you're listening to this in. Now let's get into those stories. The ongoing global banking crisis could choke funding for the cannabis sector. Global banking turmoil threatens to squeeze U.S. cannabis companies already struggling with meager funding sources by drying up support from regional lenders and tightening fundraising from alternate avenues, according to reports in Market Screener. The publication highlights that U.S. cannabis borrowers could also see their interest rates go up further due to the crisis, with the average interest rate in the cannabis sector as high as 20%, compared with the 5 to 5.7% average rate for business loans from traditional banks. Expensive loans may not be the only challenge for the sector. Chances of weed companies securing new capital have now deteriorated, and Morgan Paksha, co-founder of cannabis hedge fund Poseidon Investment Management, told the publication, It's incredibly hard raising capital in cannabis, but we now think opportunities to secure new capital are even lower as investors are cautious. Canada's federal government consulting on cannabis regulations. Canada's federal government is launching a consultation that could lead to amendments to the country's cannabis regulations, which govern the production of legal cannabis, according to MJ Biz Daily. The publication claims that the consultation opens the door to possible cannabis regulatory reforms in several areas, including licensing rules, security requirements, production requirements, and packaging and labeling regulations. Health Canada's notice stated that the country's legal cannabis industry has matured, the marketplace has evolved, and there's increased knowledge and data on public health and public safety risks associated with certain activities. America's biggest cigarette company has a new plan to shift its business toward less harmful products after a string of failures, according to the Wall Street Journal. Marlboro maker Altria Group Inc. earlier this month divested itself of e-cigarette maker Jewel Labs Inc. regarding a loss of at least $12.5 billion. The publication has reported that Altria now hopes to take its reduced-risk products overseas and is considering expanding into non-nicotine offerings such as cannabis products or caffeine pouches. Commenting on Altria's past attempts to develop or acquire vaping products, Chief Executive Billy Gifford said, Previously, we were chasing the market. You're constantly watching what the consumer's telling you in the marketplace. But none of them were satisfying the consumer enough to ultimately meet all their needs and desires. Ruling allows some cannabis dispensary licenses in New York to go ahead. 
ABC News reports that New York officials will be able to issue licenses for recreational cannabis dispensaries in some parts of the state after an appeals court on Tuesday narrowed the scope of a temporary injunction that had halted them because of a legal challenge. A federal judge in Albany, New York, issued a temporary injunction in November against the licenses being handed out in Brooklyn, central New York, the mid-Hudson region, and western New York and the Finger Lakes. The ruling now allows the state to hand out licenses in all of those areas, bar the Finger Lakes region, while a lawsuit continues. In a statement, New York Governor Kathy Hochul said she was pleased by the decision and for the first time, New Yorkers in nearly every region of the state will have access to safer, high-quality, adult-use cannabis products. Recreational cannabis set to be legalised in Delaware with a newly approved bill. The Delaware Senate voted in favour of two bills that could legalise cannabis for the adults and regulate its sales, according to Benzinga. The publication notes that House Bill 1 would permit the possession of up to one ounce of cannabis for adults, and HB 2 would establish a framework for regulating adult-use cannabis sales. Currently, polling has shown that a supermajority of Delaware voters supports legalising cannabis, and Olivia Norgal, a senator policy analyst at the Marijuana Policy Project, told the publication that she hopes Governor John Carney will consider the will of the people and allow Delaware to become the 22nd state to legalize cannabis. Cureleaf acquires Utah Medical Cannabis Retailer for $20 million. Cureleaf Holdings is spending $20 million US dollars to acquire Deseret Wellness, the largest medical cannabis retailer in Utah, according to MJ Biz Daily, increasing Cureleaf's footprint in four dispensaries in the state and 150 nationwide. The publication highlights that Utah retailers sold $118.7 million worth of cannabis in 2022, up nearly 59% from the previous year, and its medical patient count increased 51% in the same year. Cureleaf CEO Matt Darren stated, Utah is an important emerging market for Cureleaf, and we're excited to expand our medical retail footprint in the state. Deseret has built a strong and profitable business, and we believe the combination of our two companies will enhance our competitive position in the Utah market. And now, Europe's headlines. We've reported big news coming out of Germany this morning that could see further delays to the country's recreational cannabis legalization plans. Their Social Democratic Party, SPD, said it no longer expected a fully legalized cannabis market to be rolled out in the near future. According to German political news publication Der Spiegel, the SPD, part of the country's ruling traffic light coalition, has said it believes comprehensive legalization is obviously not feasible in the short term for reasons of European law. The news comes just weeks after the health minister, Karl Lauterbach, made headlines by stating his feedback from the EU was very good and he expected to publish his draft law in a few weeks. While this may come as a blow for many businesses and investors positioning themselves to capitalise on the promise of an adult-use market, others operating within its medical cannabis space are breathing a sigh of relief after threats of major reform ultimately came to nothing. The UK is set to become the second largest medical cannabis market in Europe this year as patient numbers are set to surge. The UK's medical cannabis market is set to become the second largest in Europe this year 
as has been long predicted by the analysts. It comes as the European medical cannabis industry is forecast to hit sales of 550 million euros by the end of 2023, as the market and its global supply chain continue the trend of diversification seen throughout 2022. According to the latest data from Prohibition Partners' European Cannabis Report 8th edition, Germany and the UK are receiving the overwhelming majority of new supply and are driving growth across the continent. The UK's medical cannabis industry has seen a massive increase in size each year since 2019, growth that, unlike other markets, has not been significantly impacted by external economic woes. By the way, the Prohibition Partners report, released yesterday, is available to download for free via prohibitionpartners.com. Spain's health minister says information on cannabis is insufficient and he cannot recommend its use. The Spanish Minister of Health, Jose Maria Menones, said today in the Chamber of Deputies that other than spasticity derived from multiple sclerosis and the different types of epilepsy, unfortunately, for other diseases, the information available on medical cannabis is insufficient and we cannot recommend its use. Menones deputy... Hosini Gorospe from the Basque Parliamentary Group, PNV, said he considered the minister's response a regression, while Carola Perez, president of the Spanish Observatory of Medical Cannabis, has already condemned these statements. Mr. Mignones, who was appointed this Monday as Spain's new Minister of Health, replacing Carolina Darius, made his debut in government this morning during a plenary session. The first question he received was about the regulation of medical cannabis, post by PNV MP Hosene Garaspe. And now briefly in other news. Cannabis sales in Missouri reached $103 million in February, the first month since recreational use was approved, up from $37.2 million in January. A Republican congressman told the head of the FDA that the agency's failure to enact regulations for CBD is one of several problems that is disrupting public confidence in its abilities, according to reports in Marijuana Moment. Military veterans could get medical cannabis recommendations from government doctors under new bipartisan congressional bill. Shoppers Drug Mart, one of Canada's most recognised retail brands, plans to transition its medical cannabis by shoppers business to Avocana, a Canadian biopharmaceutical company. Cannabis events. We've got a few upcoming events to invite you to, and we're really hoping we're going to get to see you there. Cannabis Europa London takes place on the 2nd and 3rd of May. Join policymakers, entrepreneurs, innovators, and investors to shape the future of the maturing European cannabis industry and a market that's set to be worth £3.2 billion by 2025. Ticket prices rise tonight at midnight for Cannabis Europe in London, so secure yours today for the best possible price. Business of Cannabis New York will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day programme, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. The links for all these events in the show notes. Well, that's it for another episode of the Business of Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Whatever you've heard in this episode, you'll find more details of it on our website, businessofcannabis.com. 
If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, please do click the button in the top right of the playing screen to follow the show. It really helps new people to find us. I'll be back next week with another episode of Business of Cannabis Weekly.